Let's look at something in the book of Mark chapter 2 verse 1. Mark chapter 2 verse 1. Amen. If you are there, say I'm there. If you are not there, say wait. Mark chapter 2 verse 1. Mark chapter 2 verse 1. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days. Now, and it was noised that he was in the house. And straight away, many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word of God unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of palsy which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the prayers, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. Verse 5. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Amen. Now this evening I'm preaching on the topic of entitled Friends Who Matter. Somebody say friends who matter. Amen. I preached this message before in this place. And the title was Radical Friendship. Now, but this very evening I'm preaching on it with a different title. We are meant to preach the word of God again and again. And we are not supposed to get tired of preaching the word of God again and again. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So you must hear and hear again in order for your faith to come alive. So I'm preaching on friends who matter. Amen. Amen. Now I want you to understand that talk is cheap. It is easy for people to talk, but it is difficult for people to prove their talk. I said it is easy for you to talk but it is difficult for you to prove your talk it is very easy for me to say that you know what I am your friend and when the difficult times arise I will be there for you I will sacrifice everything I will sacrifice my money I may even go for a loan to help you build your house until the time comes when you have a need of a friend. And yet the Now it is very easy for you to tell a certain sister. <laughs> Hello, baby. When I saw you, something began to move all over me. And I feel like marrying you. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Hey. Especially if the person is a King James student. Okay. Sir. 
I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Then suddenly, along the way, you begin to go out when the time is ready for you to marry before you realize, I just feel like not marrying you again. Because talk is cheap. You can have people that will come to you, even as a pastor, I have a lot of people who come to me every now and then. By the grace of God, I meet hundreds of people. I talk with people every now and then. And as we begin to talk with people, all kinds of promises. I remember three years ago when we started this church, a young man walked up to the church, he said, prophet, I want you to pray for me. And I'm trusting God to travel. And when I travel, I'll buy you drums. Hey, somebody say, hey. Say drums. I'll buy you drums when I travel. Then I lay hands like a Roman father. And I'm say, good. The peace of the Lord be upon you in Jesus' name. And I'm casting he left the place in a week time his visa was approved and as I speak it right now he's in his somewhere it's been three years now and the drums have not come so I, I don't have a problem with him because we actually bought these drums just a few moments after he left we don't need these drums but you see it is easy for you to say, if my job comes here, eh, I will give my parents 1,000 CDs every month. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you not had all kinds of promises in this life? I will buy you a car. You know, life is not that easy for promises to be kept. You can, you can say, you know what, yeah, if I get this my job, eh, in the space of one month, one year, I will buy a land. Two years I'll build a house. Oh, you, hear, you hear some young people, it took my father 30 years to build a house. Me, it will take me three three months to build a house. Talk is cheap. I said talk is what? Then by the time their salary comes, by 15th of that month, the salary has vanished into the air. <laughs> then they said like, ah. And then they will say Pastor, the moment the money came, it is gone. I said, when the money comes, it disappears. When you see somebody who has built a house. If you see somebody who has bought a car, don't just say, ah, they, you know, in the garden they went to good schools because they are teachers. How many teachers have cars? <laughs> ah, you know, you know he, he sees times abroad. How many people, sisters, and some people, their whole families abroad? Some have actually lived abroad, they don't have a bicycle. Don't say nonsense. Oh, it's because, you know, his husband, her husband is in the UK. He pumps money into, into Ghana, that's why. Whose mother, father, uncle, auntie, grandpa are in the UK. 
And now I'm in Ghana and I'm trying to get some of them a place to even sleep. Me am meeting Ghana. I'm going to show you how to be a teacher. So what am I trying to talk about? I'm talking about that it is easy for you to make promises. Me say, so what shall we any day? It is easy for you to tell people we are going to be there for you. What shall any day? So be kind to me. Pass it. Oh, me awo hama. Today we are celebrating our beloved daughter that the Lord has given to us. And now, you know, how many of your friends are here? If they can't, say, they are waiting for you to die. Then they will appear and be making promises to your wife. If you can't celebrate with me, listen. Not everybody huh, can celebrate with you in a moment of joy. There are some people they only celebrate with you when things are bad. And there are people who are with you when things are good and when things are bad. Now, as we read the scripture, the Bible says that this young, there was a certain man that had palsy, he could not walk. And he had very best friends of four. And the Bible says that Jesus came to a place that was called Capernaum. And there was a crowd all over him. And the Bible says even the door was, was full of people. people I, I, I remember many about um, seven years ago. It was a day before Salah or a day before Christmas. I don't remember whether it was a day before Salah or Christmas. One of them. And I found myself in... Um, Kumasi, is it is KJT? Is it in Kumasi or is it in Accra? Kumasi. Kumasi, aha. <laughs> Just two days ago, I was preaching. I said, um, um, thirty something, thirty-four or something of the month. Yes, sir. I don't have time for those things. KJT, aha. I, I think I was going to do something. I was supposed to pick a car and go somewhere. And unfortunately for me, I found myself a day before Salah or a day before Christmas. In my life, I've never seen human beings like that. <laughs> human traffic. Then I understood scripture. When I saw, I said, ah, so this is what happened in the book of Mark chapter 2. And if you are not take, if case don't take it there, they will even steal your own shoes. You will get home and your boxer shorts is missing. Pressing on. So, you know, you can just stay in the line like that. And you are just going like this. One minute, one step. Two minutes, two steps. Three minutes. I was like, hey, who brought me here today? Because I said, I was like, 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 all kinds of people wanted to meet the prophet. And everybody had his own problem. Did I go to Kintampo with you? You see how when you go to a place and people know that an anointed man has come to town, everybody wants to have a meeting with him. And when we closed the first meeting, they went to a close place, they said, this pastor, do have, this prophet, he's good, though, but he doesn't want to see us. When you see, people have all kinds of problems. 
Bible says that this young man's problem was that he could not work. Now I know that many of the messages you have heard were preached on the, the young man. But today I came to preach on the friends. Are you here with me? I came to preach on what? The friends. This is a man who one time of his life was working. This is a man who one time of his life was rich. This is a man who one time of his life was successful. And the Bible says he came to a point he had nothing. He could not even carry himself to go and meet a man of God. And the Bible says that even in that time where he could not carry himself, he had friends who mattered. And I want to ask the church that as we are rejoicing and happy and doors begin to open for us and as soon as doors open for us we are quick to hold all kinds of parties and invite friends to come and celebrate for us, with us. The day you have nothing to celebrate, will you have friends to stand there with you? Thank God that quite a lot of us are, are still below our 40, 40s. So we are young. And I can tell you that in this life, it's usually not even what you know, it's rather who you know. That determines what you become. You can have all kinds of knowledge without the right people in your life. You are going nowhere in life. You can have all kinds of ideas, mental capacity, without the right relationships, you are not going nowhere in life. God was with Adam, working with Adam, talking with Adam. Even called Adam and said, let's do business together. Let's name the animals together. Hey. And you know what happened? God came to a point and said, mm. It is not good for the man to be yes, alone. I heard all kinds of things on social media. People are like, oh, I was born alone. I came alone. Uh, whatever. I, I don't need anybody. You are a joke. You are, are a There are playing football in your eyes. This life, if you are left alone, you are finished. Because listen, life is complex. There are times of your life you will need somebody to hold your hand. Jesus said to Peter, when you were a young man, when you were strong, you held up yourself, you dressed up, you went everywhere you wanted. He said, one day you will need another man to hold your hand and show you the way. And it's so interesting that the day that this young man's issue came was the day one day maybe he had an accident and he lost two of his legs. But his friends were valuable friends who understood what he had done for them. Because he too was that kind of friend 
that when another friend had an issue, he would travel all over the place just to make sure he can help them. And when his time came, they said, we will not forget what you have done for us. We will do something crazy. We are about to destroy somebody's house. If they arrest us, we don't care. Are you with me? Do you have friends that when you are stranded, they can say, I'm putting my salary on the line, I'm going to take a loan and give to you free of charge? Fine, if you don't pay, fine. Meet successful people, all of them have friends. That stood with them in hard times of their life. And I want to ask, do you have friends that matter? <laughs> do you have friends that matter? Now, when we look at the scripture, sit down for one minute, let me show you something. Let me show you something. These were friends, the Bible says that, and when they could not do any other thing, they broke the law. When they could do any other thing, they broke the law. They picked a ladder. A ladder. A ladder on the building. And they climb up the building and they were using pickers. Jesus was preaching. He had pum, pum, pum. It's like, ah. Pum, pum, pum. Ah. What is going on there? Before they realize. Everything has broken. Yes, Sand on people's now. eyes. Eh? Because they broke the roofing. In those days, they used certain. I won't explain it today. Another day. Yes, sir. It's in the message. If you have gone to the north, so I could say that Geoffrey is in the north. Now, I don't know the kind of north that he is. <laughs> there's north and there's north, north. Now, if you go to the north where their eyes have opened small, they can do story buildings and they have a, a ladder that goes up the story building. And they even have a way of making the top in such a way that it's not um, um, zinc, it's just touch. And that was how their building was. And the Bible said they didn't care insults. Trying say, Waham Fatim did you? They didn't care about what somebody would say about them. All they cared about was that their friend was going to be free. All they cared was that their friend was going to be free. I pray for somebody under the sound of May God bring you friends that matter. I decree over your life. May that be your story. In the name of Jesus. Sit down for one minute. And the Bible says that and they broke down the roofing of Jesus' friend's house. And they came down. Proverbs 17:17 17, 17 says that. A friend loveth at all times. And a brother is born for adversity. Wow. Let's think about it. Yeah, a yeah. friend loves at all times. And the brother was born for the day of adversity. You know your friends 
when the storms arise. You know your friends, oh, awesome. when people begin to rise up against your life, and, and, they, and sometimes you are even guilty. Yeah? Not like you are innocent. They find, oh, it's true, I did it. It's true. The money they are have stopped it. Have stopped you know, they gave the money to me over Charlie. Then the friend will be like, oh, don't worry, we'll fight. We'll still go and fight. No, I don't for that guy. We need men. Listen, we need to be men that stand and value friendships and relationships. We sit in church, we live in church. But we are easy to damn people. We are it's so easy these days to switch friends. Yet you are so damn so and yet they see a for and I see yet be once a moment. It's so easy. At the slightest of provocation, they are out of the relationship. You can have people who are in a marital relationship, the slightest distance they are out of. Because we are we are we are in a generation of quitters and not fighters. generation Many of our young people do not know how to fight. They don't know how to fight for themselves. They don't know how to fight for their friends. They don't know how to fight for their church. They don't know how to fight for anybody. All they know how to do is run. These friends, they are when they received the call for their friend actually, I've heard that Jesus is in town. Can you take me to Jesus? They just say, I just got married, I can't come. I just bought yoke of oxen. Permit me. Let's make it around. You know, Jesus is always around. Let's wait. That the next day he comes to town, I'll be available to help you. And somebody says, I just bought a land, 7 p.m. He's going to check the land. As, 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 if, the the as if the land is going to vanish. I just got married. I'm going to do something for six hours. For six hours. hours. I just got married. All kinds of excuses. All kinds of excuses. And Listen, people of God, let's learn how to be loyal friends. Now, I want to show you just two things about these friends. The first thing was that they are friends who knew God and were willing to send their friend to Him. Remember, they didn't take Jesus to this priest. They took Jesus to. to they took their friend to Jesus. Most of us, our friends are, are, are people don't, who don't want to have anything to do with God. So the day storms arise in your life, they cannot even go down on their knees to pray for you. You don't have to success in your life. 
that you can call, I just had a terrible dream. And I feel like something is about to happen to me. I want you to commit me. Some people, all their friends they have is that they are friends that to invite them to a beer bar parlor. They say, let's go and drink. We are voting money. Let's go and drink. Let's go and steal. Let's go and fornicate. Let's do. You do have friends that will take you to God. Listen, the best of friends are the ones who actually invite you to church. How many of her friends have ever invited you to church? Any friend that has time to even invite you to church is a friend who loves your soul. Adam of your pockets. Adam Fubia, what you mean? Let's sit down and run an inventory about our lives and see if truly, truly we have friends. Wow. And some people too. They are, ah, you every day you say, let's go to church. Should I invite you to a witchcraft coffee? Should I invite you to a witchcraft coffee? And the funny part of it is that some parents do it. When their friends get closer to people who are helping them to serve God, they hate those friends. But when those children now get too spoiled and, and bastardized, now they'll be taking them to pastors and saying that all kind of things. But when things were well and your son wanted to associate himself with somebody who would take him to church, you were like, every day, this every evening, this guy will come and call you to church. Why? Why? Go and study, go and read. Why we have people in this generation every day you are in church who told you every day we are in church are we in church every day every day you were, you, you were going to work when you retire what did you have if, if, if you die today do you think the president of Ghana will come to your funeral that's your G, G. the day you fell sick uh, 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 where, where, where is it now when you, you, you were in Nabrongo and they had, you had given birth, did your CS even call you? What, what makes you, you think that we all the sacrifices show. you are doing for these people, you matter? You don't matter. Build relationship with people who matter. Mm. Every day you are in church. Who said every day who is in church? How many churches go to church in the state? 10 hours in church. Basically, usually, almost any church, you go for midweek, you go for Sunday, then the rest are like some special meetings, like Mapu or something, or leaders meeting. Now, you go to church, let's say if it's Wednesday, or midweek is Wednesday, Wednesday you go, 6.30pm, you close by 8.30, you have closed. How many hours? Two hours. Sunday, you go again, 9 a.m. 12 you have closed how many hours uh, how many three hours how many hours have you gone to church in a week five hours now what somebody said your calculator multiply 24 times 7 how many are they 100 it was 100 what 72 let's do the calculation right now we are in church 
168 hours, you only took five to go and serve God. Yet they are telling you that you are always in church. Have you forgotten the message? I'm waiting for you. Oh, sorry, was he the BI? I saw yet. I saw them five hours in church. I saw you are always in church. Don't read Numpe five hours. Ya can in Iya dia. You can wake up 5 a.m. every day, bath yourself, and drag yourself to work. Every day, every day, for, for a certain salary that is even frustrating you in the first place. Something that brings you joy. Something that has helped you to, to stay away from depression. Let me tell you, if you if, 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 when the COVID came, people were depressed, people were committing suicide. COVID didn't buy any person. Church gives people hope. That's why you can see somebody is in the church. He doesn't like the pastor. They still keep coming. Is this what they are complaining? All these churches about money, 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 money. They are still in church. Do you think it's because of the money? No. Church gives people a sense of purpose, a sense of belongingness, a sense of value, a sense of honor. You people, you are wasting your time. Who is wasting who's time? I said Church gives people hope. When you go to America, they call it a social system. That's why you can't close down the, 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 the church. It's called a social system. What does it mean? It means it helps people socially. People can be drug addicts, all kinds of things. Just by just as we are here, perhaps somebody came here depressed, frustrated, and something. They will leave home and they don't even know where the depression went. Because they are part of an association that matters. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that be part of something that matters. See, be part of a ministry that matters. Don't go and join all kinds of courts. Don't join courts. Courts cried. Courts. Courts. I'm going to go to the court. 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 We want to pray. I told you I was preaching a short message. That as God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. Perhaps you are like prophet, I am always alone. I don't have anybody to stand with me. This night, this night, I want to pray with you. You also like prophet? I want to be that friend that matters. Like man of God, even in this church, I want to be a member who matters. 
Say, me pesa me ya asafuba me pray me sofu. Not be a member of matters. Pesa me ya asafuba me pray me pa. Begin to pray. Shall say so bon. Begin to pray. Shede de de me kosha. Parasites and viruses in the form of friends that are, that are sucking the life out of you. They are not bringing any value to the relationship. I command them to be removed. Amen. And I pray that may God lead you to the right people. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Clap your